0: Peak shock, big shock. One, two, three, four. We're in the last dinosaur. He's my friend and
1: the whole line more. <laughs> That's why they call it grab and go. It's it's pooping. <laughs> poop. It used to be called grab and goins.
2: Don't be grabbing those goins.
1: Yeah, that's just it. (laughs) Employees must wash hands after handling their own fecal matter. (laughs)
3: Please. Or, Do you or guys, maybe she's grabbing him. Have your you guys going? ever seen oh, a Stop and Go? Right. That, that, okay that'd with be a, you? A stop okay. Stop and Go was Draft a corner f-
2: store. We had, them in, oh, we had okay. them in Texas. Stop and Go? Yeah, but the the big name that we already called them was Stop and Rob. Stop and Rob? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, if you needed 50 <laughs> extra bucks. Yeah, that was the, that was the place. <laughs> the Stop and Rob was the place. There's a place. My dad actually worked at a Stop and Rob and was robbed like seven times while he got We yeah. had
3: uh, Quick Trip, and we also <laughs> had Quick Shop. I've had that. It's quick Trip was spelled with a Q, like yeah. you know, like quick, quick, Shop quick Shop was, was K-W-I-K. K W I K, Shop. Uh, both of them had uh, robbery nicknames. Uh, quick Trip was uh, like Quick Cash or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Quick Shop was uh, Quick Rob. Yeah, Cause, cause it was because because like, there's no thought. <laughs> well, it's it's because of, when I was growing up, the way they had the stores laid out, criminals
2: are uh, what what is Batman saying? Criminals are a uh, cowardly and coward, yeah, cowardly and, and superstitious, superstitious lot. and cowardly lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it, like
1: the, and not, and not good with <laughs> nicknames. Not I, with we, had, nickname. we had convenient. Food Mart, which is you know Vern mm-hmm. and and what's the name Jim, Jim Varney doing the things and the nickname for that was convenient to rob. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we also had no, it wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 what are you talking about? No, then we had not not we, to be associated with Barry Rob. Anyway, we had, we had uh, Circle K, which was Circle K is also easy to rob. Which was the <laughs> strange happenings. <laughs> we had uh, what was it uh, the 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 pick. Not Pick Pack. That was actually a grocery store. Pack-a-sack? Nope. Uh, I guess there's a stop. Well, the pick in, Pack was the pickpocket. Yeah. 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 It's all. Yeah. They're all just, it is easy to rob <laughs> was easy the nickname. <laughs> was <it? laughs> just going <laughs> like, next door yeah. to the easy to yeah, rob. We had like and, Kroger, nickname Kroger is easy to rob. <laughs> <laughs> <No,
4: that, yeah. laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock, number 184. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. And we're here to talk and Geek. And uh, this post April
0: Fool's yeah.
4: issue—it's always the roughest for me to research. Oh, I bet
1: because so. yeah,
3: you never knew. I escaped. You escaped all. Joking. There wasn't
0: much goofballness
1: going on. Everything that was on the internet was pretty obvious. Yeah, there wasn't anything really good. I didn't see any good hokey hokey pranks, and also, I don't know. There's already so much disinformation on the internet, <laughs> right. it's not even funny anymore. Yeah. There's sure. nothing funny about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, how clever of you to put a lie on the internet.
3: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does that
1: all day. That's all it
3: is. It's like that uh, that uh, State Farm uh, commercial is like, Zeke, they can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. It's like, where'd you hear that? The internet. The internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is uh, my date. He's a French yeah. model. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That one. Yeah. Uh, it's all bullshit. Only one thing got me because I was like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, was the Play-Doh 3D printer that they had on... Uh, because it looked feasible. the way They had like all the specifications and everything and on it. crank. And, and I'm like sitting there and I was like, wait a minute. Today is April 1st, isn't it? Fuck. Yeah, but you know got what? got me.
4: That is Think Geek's way of suffer, uh, separating the wheat from the chaff. Right. Yeah. They will make a few of those items.
1: Yeah, they test yeah. stuff. I, some of the stuff they put up was really funny. The Batman... Uh, back of the car stickers. Do you oh, see Oh, that's going to happen. The Batman family. <laughs> that's going to happen. happen. Two, I mean, that's, <laughs> two, that's too two, easy. Two stones to... and a Batman. Yeah, <laughs> that really made me laugh. That really made me laugh. If I if my car wasn't dedicated to stormtroopers. The two Wayne headstones. Go. Yeah, two Wayne headstones <laughs> yeah. and a Batman oh. is really funny.
3: And then the, uh, the Eye of Sauron lamp that watches that that it has follows zip, you. What was it? It says like motion, motion detection technology, technology follows you while you're doing your work like until that. it's distracted by the one ring. And they had a little, <laughs> they had a little one ring replica that you could set on the, the, uh, on the pictures that they had, uh, rendered. They had a little one ring sitting on the, uh, the little, uh, landscape leading up to the, the mount. <laughs> the thing just goes right down onto it. <laughs> it was That's awesome. It was hilarious. And I'm like, that would be cool. See, they'll they make could. some
1: of that. They'll make all that shit probably. See, the sad thing, thing
3: is like a lot of the stuff probably could be made. I yeah. mean, it shouldn't be. It, I mean, they've had basically 3D printers with Play-Doh mm-hmm. for years. You know, it's just those little funky molds. I yeah. mean, how many did we have as Play-Doh kids? Play-Doh is 3D printing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you mash it up and you try to do something else. But uh, yeah. I
1: like that though. Yeah, I think Geek probably had the best stuff because they actually oh, made it. They always do. Right? Actually and and like you
2: said, they're just they're really just testing out products. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I think the first one that got all the all the critical acclaim was the Tauntaun, uh Tonton sleeping bag, sleeping bag, yeah. and well deserved.
5: Yeah,
4: I yeah, like
2: that. And everyone was like, "I don't care if it's a joke. I want it. Make it happen."
3: What's <laughs> yeah. uh, it was some of the other ones? Like, was like, was, it, was
4: ca- Canned Unicorn? Was that one of the yeah. ones that started that way? I think
3: Google Knows was one that was going on yesterday, I don't which is essentially it was supposed to be scent powered uh, app for your mm. smartphone, something like that. I did that.
4: come across that.
3: There's, they they even went so far as to make a little demonstration video and everything. I can appreciate funny. that much work being put into a joke. Yeah, it's, it's a grand thing.
4: Uh, Paul, I want to know about uh, BioShock Infinite.
1: I love BioShock Infinite. Uh-huh. You also uh-huh. love chocolate. And I love chocolate, it. guys. <laughs> you
3: love stuffing <laughs> yourself. The only thing like I love mom. more than
1: oh, the only thing I love more than chocolate is BioShock Infinite. No, it's fantastic. Mm. It's just fantastic. I'm sucking on delicious chocolate. I'm sorry, you got me you caught me with a mouthful I of did. chocolate. Um, it's getting worse it's awesome it's wonderful (laughs) Bioshock Infinite is everything that I would hoped it would be and more I'm only about 5 hours deep but it's extremely compelling the world is fully realized in a way that few games ever are able to achieve it it meets the original Bioshock measure for measure as far as atmosphere even better the graphics are out of control I don't understand why we need new hardware anymore Let's just keep making games on the 360 for a couple more years. We're good. That's because they have about the same power as your phone yeah, at this point. I get it. I get it, but still, it just shows you how much you can still do. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. It's
3: great. Um, it's probably because manufacturing a new system would probably be more cost-effective at this point. Because oh, I mean, I get it. I know they're why. They're using some basically off-the-shelf parts for the new systems. So yeah. The actual production costs are going to be less. No, this I mean, is it. This is the still last drop for consoles. On it. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, because I mean, we're we're probably a good five years away from being able to stream games real time from your to, television to, to television. Yeah. I mean, Samsung even was already talking about mm-hmm. it uh, with uh, what was the name of that company that that went under uh... Phantom? No, not Phantom. <laughs> that went under um, too. It's, engage. Uh, no, no. engage no not engage all
1: right i know what you're talking about the uh, not,
3: not replay tv mm-hmm. uh, god but on Jizx, on, on live on live okay. i thought that was still alive it is still alive it's a completely different company now okay they they filed bankruptcy or uh, sorry they did some kind of a different bankruptcy thing <laughs> where they they restructure as another company okay. and they're able to like fire off all of their employees and then rehire it's, it's it seemed really shady, but apparently was completely legal. <laughs> <They also laughs> I, I remember reading the article going, they They were able to do that? Really? Because they had like an outside investor that came in and basically... If you got a little bit of money, you can do anything. They, yeah, they kept sure. the name and then... <laughs> Seriously. So it's like the new on live. But anyway... You can buy people, you know. Yeah. Well, you, you can know. buy
1: people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Samsung was at one point working with them to put that for their smart TVs... So that you know, you basically just go into the app, and then you would have like a Bluetooth, uh, well, it's gamepad, and you could just play directly through your TV. You didn't need a console. People on the
1: East Coast used to have Sega Channel,
3: right? Back in the day. Right. You know, I mean, just, it, wasn't it kind of laggy though? I'm I mean, sure,
1: I'm sure it was, but it was still video games right downloading, streaming onto your television. That's some old technology mm-hmm, to do that on.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So
3: nothing. They to had that um, in one of the hotels here in Vegas. Yeah, a few of the they? hotels. And yeah, I remember you told me about it, and then it wasn't until we were going through the uh, classic game expo, with going through the museum, <laughs> that I saw one. And I was like, "Is this what you were talking about?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah. that's
4: it." In fact, I, I I'm amazed at how many hotels motels still have that yeah really in them like whenever i go to michigan
1: mm-hmm. i stay at a different motel and it's got it in there too with those super nest pads yeah shit hanging out of it yep wow um pay by the hour so yeah terrible babysitter for kids and
4: then you have paid by for the hour by the video
1: game too so buy <laughs> <laughs> bioshock infinite don't hesitate get it it's great enthralling amazing nice wonderful Having a great time with it.
4: Any other geekness you want to get off your chest, gentlemen?
3: Um, I finally got my package of stuff in the mail. I got my Avengers okay, initiative what's your name? <laughs> Collector's Edition <laughs> with the case and the Tesseract and all the tchotchkes I showed the guys before the show started. It's pretty cool. It's got a lot of like really neat reproductions of stuff that you would see in the film, like little newspaper articles, ID badges, and uh, clippings and so forth. I mean, it's kind of hard to describe over. Or audio here, but uh, uh, if you get a chance, go on Amazon. They've got pretty good pictures of it. They show all the little tchotchkes that come with it. And then I also got my. Uh, I, I went ahead and bought Paul on Blu-ray because it was like ten bucks. And uh, yeah, I It's a good movie.
4: I thought you talked about him. No, nope. oh. not Paul. Blu- Blu- Paul for Blu-ray ten yet. bucks. <laughs> I wouldn't. Man, you got Jeff's Blu-ray.
3: I was gonna say ten bucks is a little too much to pay for this guy. Also, I don't fit on a Blu-ray disc. <laughs> no, but uh, no, the movie Paul with. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen is yeah, Paul, and it's a good movie. And uh, Simon, Pegg, Simon and Pegg, Nick Frost. And Nick Frost. Yeah, because uh, I I can't. They've been playing it a lot on like epics, and when it's on, if I'm like trying to fall asleep or something, I can't not watch it. I flick through it, and I'm like, I I pick up something new each time I watch it, and I'm like, they really did a good job with this film. I mean, some people booed it, but I think they did a really fantastic like, job with man, it and I really have a, enjoyed it
4: if somebody boot any movie that comes sure out. It, it but like a whole but lot for of the, heart and again and I point yeah. at Paul and mm-hmm, had a lot I of heart most everything
3: um, it had a lot of really accurate geek stuff in it because yeah. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are yeah, both self proclaimed geeks and they you know it's like why why hide who we are you know so I yeah. got that and and much to Paul's chagrin I also got season one of Enterprise today on Blu-ray yeah uh, Help do what brag- you got out Loaded with extras, yeah. Uh, so I'm interested to to delve into that. I don't even know
1: what that means. Loaded like a diaper. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, great. Uh, I got to see Paul still.
3: You haven't seen it? No. It's a really good movie. How have you not seen it at this point?
1: I just haven't seen it.
3: How have you not seen your namesake?
1: I know. Well, I'll buy it eventually. You'll buy it eventually. Or when it comes out on Netflix or something. I don't know. Yeah. I got too much shit to do. It's really I'm so far back behind on everything yeah. right now. On everything. Yeah. And I just... And all I do is surf the net for a couple hours, and I, and I time just eats away. I gave away about a third of my DVDs, and I'm still behind watching them. Mm-hmm. So,
4: yeah,
3: yeah. I feel you. That reminds me, I have a box full of your books I need to do, <laughs> to do something with. Box of my books? Yeah. Take them to the library or something. The ones that you were giving away.
4: Oh, that you, you decided to keep for yourself, and now you're done with them.
3: Well, no. Well, yeah. That those two, <laughs> some that, that ended up at the back of my truck to to give away to somebody else, and they didn't want them. So oh, I see. I didn't. Uh, I I forgot to bring them back upstairs, and I just noticed it today when I was at Sam's you know Club. Pull,
4: pull up to the library, walk up, say I have a box to donate. They will come out, grab them, shake your hand, and say thank you. And
3: All right. go on their merry way. Is This one over on Flamingo, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. I'll just They're do the that. happiest, actually. Okay. I'll Stop take doing. them over there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Donate to your local library, folks. When you're done with your books, if you're not going to give them to the used bookstop, get to the library. Don't throw them out. They want them.
1: No, don't throw away books. I don't throw away anything, though, so that's my problem.
3: <laughs> used to be that. Now I throw away everything. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, this man threw away half of this condo. That's, that's great. That's great.
1: I just, I can't do it. I got problems. I throw away <laughs> no, stuff. No, it, it takes slightly you, order. You have to change your there. mindset. Yeah. It's...
4: Because at first, I was very like, I can't get rid of anything. Well,
1: yeah. I guess it's certain things I could get rid of, but for the most part, no. You just look at it and go, why do I need this? If you can give yourself I, a good reason, keep it. I could see myself getting rid of my single-issue comic book collection at some point. Yeah. But not my trades. I was going to say, that's I pretty say, much all I have My toys. now is my trades. Clip them up, turn them into art men. Not my CDs. Yeah, exactly. They are, Well, that's just it. They can always find a second use. If I if and when I do get a home one day, mm. I there's nothing cooler than seeing a wall full of oh, comics. Yeah. My my room as I was a kid, I had uh two years run of all five Spider Man books in order sequentially on my walls. So I had no no wallpapers, no spare you don't space. Need it. it was just it was beautiful too. It was really cool. Yeah. Well That's you know cool.
3: what actually that reminds me if you're looking to get rid of those, uh, and and for our listeners out there, I'll get the details and try to put them up on our website. I'm not really, but there is a um, <laughs> much like what Child's Play does, getting uh, you know Game video stuff. games and so forth mm-hmm. for for ill children. Um, there is a local business or not business, but uh, charity organization that collects and gives away used comics or slightly used, or bring, even if you want to really? donate brand new comics to children and. Damn it! If I cannot remember the name of it right now, because a friend of mine is actually involved in it, but cool. uh so yeah, I will try to get that information and and put it up on the website. But it's it's a really good cause, and if you're if you're done reading your comic books and they're not worth you know the thousands of dollars of like Detective Comics number one, you know, donate them because there's some sick children that need the distraction and. What better way to distract than to get into the world of comic books? So yeah. Unless
1: it's unless it's a life field book, then don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to them. Then they'll just have bad outlook on their bodies. So do that. Don't yeah. Make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> if you grow up, you turn
4: into this kids. Ooh.
1: What's wrong with their feet? <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
4: Uh, Rob just got lazy.
1: Why are there so not. many pouches.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> 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 I bet
3: Paul gives a shit about one of them.
1: I'll g- I sometimes do. You sometimes do. Let's find out. Here we go.
3: J&D's, the out- D's nuts.
4: Standing, D's nuts. outstanding company behind bacon salt and bacon flavored lip balm.
3: Oh, Are they behind Bacon these too?
4: Have finally decided to take their motto, everything should taste like bacon, seriously. Uh, bacon condoms. They're made from latex for (laughs) maximum safety. Every bacon condom has been rigorously tested to help ensure reliability. As an added bonus, J&D's Bacon Lube Ultra Premium Water-Based Meat Flavored Personal Lubricant has been generously applied inside and out for an even more hot pork experience.
1: (laughs) You ever had a bacon tuna melt, guys? (laughs) Because <laughs> you're about to <laughs> a
0: bacon tuna. Melt? like, look, <laughs> I says <enjoy> Jeff quizzically. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth are you speaking of? <laughs> I mean, I got what you're saying,
3: but I'm just. I was like, that's what you come up with. <laughs>
0: I didn't come up with it I love bacon
2: But someone who needs bacon That much in their life I don't know if I want to have Relations with that person Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) Could you make your penis Smell like bacon Something tells me i really enjoy that This isn't for the ladies It's not for anyone
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's not for
1: anyone Who else is it for Was it for dudes was it for gay guys?
0: Yeah, they're gonna come home like, and be like, "Hey man, I got, fun, I got a fun, like, I got a fun gimmick. We're gonna give me oral with a with a condom that tastes like bacon."
4: And we've had some bacon flavored products on the video show, bacon jelly beans, <laughs> and they <laughs> taste like, like, hey, they tasted they tasted like, like uh,
1: liquid smoke and burnt yeah, plastic. Yeah, yeah, they're
2: gross. They're gross. No, no. <laughs> That's not for anyone. So it you're saying you're bringing bacon lube and bacon uh, condoms on? To the if next, you uh, if
4: you want to put a mouth? bacon condom no, in your I'm, mouth, I, I will gladly you. give you
2: one. Those will
1: sell for <laughs> the, like, you know. Well, they're already the sold out. gift and everything. <laughs> yeah. They're sold yeah. out. But you get on the waiting list. No, I'm okay. You sure? Yep.
2: Hey, babe, you want a pork? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> nice. Let's go porking.
4: Mattel and the Gurren Company are teaming up to create Uno, the game show, based oh on Lord. the popular card game. Players will match colors, numbers, and wits for a shot at a big cash prize, but only if they play their cards right. The format will be available as a half-hour daily game show with a $100,000 jackpot and an hour-long primetime version in which players can compete for $1 million.
0: $1 million.
4: So, They're making
2: a TV show out of Uno? Mm
4: tasty, huh? Deadline Hollywood
1: gave us that story. You know what? If they had used
2: the one that they had on
1: uh, Xbox, Live. Xbox Live where people were just tw- twirling their wangs around in the video chat <laughs> you'd have a show already. <laughs> Wasn't that chat roulettes
4: anyway? So, it's basically, so it, was, yeah.
1: it was basically Uno roulette <laughs> Back in the day, before they started policing that shit, Even was there a lot of weenie wagging going on? Oh there? yeah, people got band-hammered all the time with really? that stuff. Really? Band- oh man, never yeah. saw that. So. well, of course you didn't see it. You weren't playing that stupid Uno You're game. You're right. Bunch of babies <laughs> playing Uno and shaking their wieners around, going, "Look, look at my wiener!"
2: I wondered why that was so popular. That's exactly why. Because it had that integrated... uh, Man, Uno's got a huge uh, rating on Xbox. Yeah, because it's all about
3: wieners. That's a wild card. It It is. is. So-and-so is online playing Uno. Reverse.
1: (laughs) Wiener, wiener, wiener. Skip bow. Wiener, wiener, wiener. Draw four. Draw four wieners. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, boy. This is that's hard. What, that
3: sounds like something you would do. Draw, draw, four, draw wieners? four wieners? Draw on, hey. on the screen.
1: You can't draw a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, fine. Weekend Geek. Yay! No more that's, bad news? That's
4: it. I two pieces of bad news. I yeah. had actually yeah. thought we were going to have an episode with absolutely no shit news in it okay. whatsoever.
3: News you don't give a shit about. That's but, it.
4: But <laughs> uh, then these two popped up. Okay.
1: I can always thank toplessrobot.com
3: for Topless finding me
4: <laughs> the, the worst things
1: to put up. I love it. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to a site that I love. Okay. Dinosaur Dracula. If you guys I like the name. If you haven't been to Dinosaur Dracula, it's the offshoot of old X Entertainment. Oh. Okay. Which was a great site back yeah. in the day. The you guy me Matt, on to that who baby, runs it. Yeah. Wonderful site. His new project, Dinosaur Dracula. It's basically just X Entertainment again. But it's a little more personal. It's a little more uh I don't know, it's fun. It's fun. He's just a goofball. Now the old old side basically
4: would go out and find strange things you could buy in the 99 cent world ether for the most part. It's pretty or much or a homage to older cereals or whatever. It's pretty much the same thing. With with just loving loving clarity. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. You'd love it, though, Todd. It's right up your alley. He I did like this, the first one. He just did the... Well, he's, it's a lot more horror-themed now. Oh, bring it. That's what it's about. Dinosaur, Dinosaur Dracula. Dracula. Sure. So it's a lot more horror-themed, uh, especially during Halloween. He goes bananas, finding all kinds of crazy shit. But he just did a piece about making Freddy Krueger popcorn to watch uh, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street with. What
4: makes it Freddy Krueger
0: popcorn? <laughs> he, all he did was he popped popcorn, and then he poured a
1: bunch of food coloring on it to make it green and red, and it, was, it looked... Horrible. He said, he said it tastes real chemically, but he ate it anyway. But it, it tastes looked, like burnt flesh. It looked kind of creepy. It looked kind of creepy. It even had wow. like some brown in it, too. It was, it was gross. That, <laughs> that
3: might be the only way you'll get Torgo to eat popcorn. That's true. I'm not a popcorn okay, guy.
1: Okay. Well, no, you wouldn't want to eat this either, probably. It's not going to say, But it's me. just that kind of shit that he does. It's funny. You know, in, in honor of, I'd probably do it. You though. should see it, man. He, he, had a, he had a dinosaur cake pan. That he used to try and make a dinosaur Dracula, but he didn't have enough cake, uh, so he just put Rice Krispie Treat in it, and he just smushed it in there as much as he could. Talk about life blogging. I mean, it's funny, man. (laughs) He's funny. He's a funny guy. So check out Dinosaur Dracula. If you like our sensibilities, you'll enjoy his as well. He's a goofball. (laughs) It's it's a very funny sight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Child, child of the 80s. He's a younger kid. Not much younger. He's uh, five or six years younger than me, maybe. I don't know. But he's a, he's a funny guy. Funny dude. All right. Weekend Geek. What do I
4: have here? Faustino Asensio Lopez, mm-hmm. a farmer from Spain, discovered a strange rock while surveying his fields back in 1980. It weighed a whopping 220 pounds, so for 30 years, the Suspicious Rock served Lopez well as a ham press. But one day, Lopez saw a news report. I'm sorry? Ham press. Pressing ham. You have to do that.
1: What? He's a farmer, pig farmer. Ham press? Ham press. What? Did he just lay a pig up against it and push? Yes. I
0: don't know. i never used a ham press before. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait. No. Oh, okay. God. You can't just go ham press. It's the internet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. used a big rock as a ham did. press. Yes. What, what? Yeah, you did. But what the fuck do you mean? I
4: imagine it, it involves pressing ham. Probably not living ham. Three hams will kill him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you do it?
4: Uh, pff, I don't know. I need a... Jeff. Jeff's looking it up. All right. When you Working find out what a ham press, press, press is, I guess
1: it's it's probably squeezing out well, the blood. Like, Maybe, yeah. maybe, right? Yeah, because you don't Could get be. ham with a bunch of. You bone know how in when it?
2: like if, if you get like a uh, uh, cooked ham with water added, that's not actual like a big piece of pork. That's actually like shredded up ham that's been repressed into a form. Sometimes. So, but I can't imagine using a rock for that. That's probably, you know, got machines. And, I don't know. Maybe no. <laughs> no we're
1: gonna so. find out about this ham press. Yes, we are, we're gonna learn about
2: ham press. Because that's what's important. It's all, it's all pork <laughs> well, talk no. Today. What's probably
1: important is it's radioactive from space or something. One day, Lo- Here we go.
4: Lopez saw a news report about meteors landing in Spain. Uh-huh. Suddenly curious, he decided he would finally figure out what he had. Hmm. After is my extensive ham press a meteor? analysis by geologists, it has been determined that Lopez's ham press is actually a prehistoric metallic meteorite with a value somewhere north of $5 million.
2: Holy
1: crap.
4: Ham five million dollar ham press whatever that who, is. Who Jesus gonna buy Christ.
1: that? Why? Why is it so valuable? Because, because they it's can big. Authenticate that it's from space. Because it's, one, it's a very big. Pe- well, uh, yeah, it's been authenticated. I mean, okay. So that it, it is definitely. But I mean, a everything here ha- was from space at some point.
4: I mean, two hundred twenty pounds. That can That's press a, a
1: lot of ham. Well, but uh, yes. But what's what's the metal in it? Lid? I don't the value is really measured in the
2: amount of ham that you'll be, be able to press in the future? That what it is? <laughs> is it, 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 it it's, it's
1: ham pressing history?
2: Is that, well, that well, that's what's a little, in the, a little the, bit, added value little of what, what you can?
1: Not but only but is this a meteor,
0: <laughs> it was used to press countless hams. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? What are you saying? It's it a metallic. This is not
4: just a meteor, was too, so. a meteor but, but a ham press. It is yes. true. Space rocks, especially big ones,
0: are worth a lot of money. Yes, yeah. but this one's worth even more because it was a <laughs> 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 oh, well, well I, I, I won't be outbid. I bid $10 million right now. Well, we All have it says is $10 million from Colonel Mustard. <laughs>
1: Anyone giving any more bets?
3: Is it a magazine about ham? <laughs> it just says a ham press consists of a container and a top cover which can be forced into the container one to compress the meat. That's all it says here is what I have about So, the basically, yeah, you do it's old
4: school style, though. We're talking like,
1: 1980 It's here. probably well, gutted there's out. There's
3: a picture of it. It's
1: probably gutted it. out. It's probably got a, a, a gully in it or something, you know, like a ditch to oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he puts another heavy rock on top of that and lets it, it get d- the squeezings to Oof. it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sets another heavy rock on the other heavy rock and it does the press for it. I don't know. That's <laughs> the what the I've been saying. <laughs> saying. It's covered in pig blood. That's all I know. It's so, like yeah. the meteor version
3: of Carrie. There's one. Oh, that's no
1: ham press. Oh, I see. Okay, it's got springs on it.
3: But, I mean, anything, it's basically anything heavy or anything spring-loaded that could compress... You has know. he been
1: pushing up this like, two hundred fifty pound boulder and then dropping it on pigs? What this is, is saying that is that what he's like, doing. You know, if you get canned ham, <laughs> also he's he has the shape of that irradiated can.
2: strength
3: from the rock.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> yes, canned ham is the shape of the ham. Yeah, can.
3: is is Did the shape of the can? Is it the
1: shape of the can or is ham or are the cans shaped
2: to fit hams? Well, you would think so
1: because it is, is a very in.
2: interesting shaped
1: can but i'm
2: pretty sure it's it's a ham is shaped to fit the can
1: are which came first the ham or the can (laughs) the can the can came Mm. before ham (laughs) (laughs) the can can, can, came before ham the can came before canned ham
0: the can came before canned ham
1: Okay. Yes. So then they press I'm the, asking, seriously. They compress the, ham, the meat into the can the and meat then is compressed into it. the into the can. Yes. But what about the guts to bone in ham like that?
3: You like to bone in ham?
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> if there's a bone in it uh-huh. if it still he's still wearing his bacon condom. Old, yeah. Is it still the shape of its old ham self?
3: I don't think so. Well
1: why is it that weird
4: egg shape then? I have to say my mind is completely opened to the fact that I have no idea how ham is made.
1: Simple <laughs> as that. No, I don't
4: well, I I mean a pig is <laughs> well, killed. It depends on blood, it, yeah. blood yeah. is yeah. killed. Yeah, pig you killed. It's, then it's, also there's pressing. Ham. There's pressing going on. And there's a curing process. Sometimes. Usually. I don't know. Third base. <laughs>
1: sure.
2: Time for I
3: mean, a field I'm, trip. I'm not looking up all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the type of ham. Like if you're talking about like like the type ham of steak. ham like oh a, like we didn't even get in the honey baked the
0: type of ham Holy Shit.
3: ham is usually the 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 leg or the rump of the of the pig okay pig butt and depending on whether you are turning it into like a canned canned ham Oh, canned is good canned ham yes yeah. a canned ham or if you're serving it like as a ham steak uh-huh ham steaks you basically just slice it and then you cook it and but it, has it been pressed it has not been I pressed. I don't think it's been pressed if it's a ham steak. So a ham, ham
2: steak. steak is an More like actual... your honey-baked ham? Yeah. That's not been pressed. Okay. that Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Yes. But if you're using a meteor to
2: press <laughs> ham, I don't understand the, the he's functionality. Probably, he's the probably amazing part it about it can
3: is can was, it
1: was
2: this meteor was perfectly shaped like that egg shape. That's where it came from. And
1: that's where like it came spam from. is... Exactly.
3: is, is, is Basically, the now, same kind of thing. Now, I know
1: Spam is not a thing.
3: It's well, a Spam also comes from space. It's ham and, space, pork. and, and that, it's a bunch of It has up, its own Spam press.
1: It's a bunch of crunched up meat that fits in that canned shape. That Which is, is essentially
3: good. what canned ham is, too. But, they grind Ham it up has up a and very
1: specific p- ham-like shape.
3: What? I think the shape <laughs> is just... I, the shape is is the can, so it's just you're, like so the illusion you're taking, that you're getting you're something like, a little yes. more close to yes. nature. Yeah. yeah, yes.
4: Because exactly. what, when you get the ham steak, it usually has that egg shape to it. Yes.
1: So so
2: then that means ham steak is from pressed ham. No. No. Ham steak comes from ham. Is it's it's sliced leg the leg of a. Why are, are we spending bacon? ten
3: minutes on I'd this?
4: Write, <laughs> <laughs> they're basically pressing the they're ham taking... into what would look like a ham steak.
3: Yes. They're they're taking they're basically taking okay like essentially a lot of times it's the scraps it's the leftover pieces of good of meat that's good lips to and eat, assholes but it's but it's it's just the trimming sure yeah. so they'll grind it up and then I guess press it. It using so, the meteorite and they can meteor, it to preserve yeah, sure. it so that it can sit on the shelf for who knows how long. Okay. What's really
4: and blowing my mind me. is how passionate this whole conversation has
3: been. I'm not passionate. <laughs> I just I want to get on to the next thing, and I, apparently I have to explain it before we can move on. Well, he I said am, with a lot I'm of still passion. Unsatisfied. <laughs> I'm still unsatisfied. Welcome to life. I know. I know. <laughs> when you get home, go to Wikipedia. I,
1: no, I might just write a letter to the National
0: Ham Council. Oh, please do. <laughs> no, there
1: is one. Please, and I want them to send the, the DVD. National Ham Council. What up with the ham can shape? Is it designed to look like re- real ham? Or is was this a decided upon marketing technique that it kind of looks like ham or and they, it becomes a uniform ham shape? And they that, send that you back form letter? Can. Yeah. The answer
4: in form letter number seven.
1: Because there's a lot of companies that share that same shape of ham. Or am I wrong? Is that just, or is it just Hormel? No, or no
4: something? I think there's probably more than one, but I think it's an expectation of what ham yeah. canned ham looks like. So you can identify it off the shelf yeah. without really. Having to process Because if it was square,
1: you'd be like, well, something happened to that ham. ham. That's not ham. That pig got hit hit by a a truck four different ways at an intersection. (laughs) And and, (laughs) some terrible (laughs) accident squared up that pig before he got put in that can. Oh,
0: no, spider pig. (laughs) All right.
1: Yeah, we're definitely moving on.
0: Oh,
4: oh. (laughs) Yes.
1: As as I hear collective, finally, from our audience. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Nobody fast-forwarded through that ham discussion. <laughs> Kirsten's probably at home right now screaming. like,
0: oh, my God. Just if I was on. there, I could explain it.
5: Oh.
1: <laughs> all
3: right.
0: Game of Thrones director David
4: uh, petarkas made waves a few months ago by saying all piracy helped build some buzz for the series. And now an HBO rep has opened up about a very interesting angle when it comes to legally downloading content. Usually, it's not in the highest definition, and HBO programming president Michael Lombardo says he worries about the potentially shoddy transfer rate could actually hurt the reputation of the show. They spent a lot of money to make it look good, and they want all those dollars to translate to high definition. So here's what Lombardo told Entertainment Weekly. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it's a compliment of sorts. The demand is there, and it certainly didn't negatively impact the DVD sales. Piracy is something that comes along with having a wildly successful show on a subscription network. One of my worries is about the copies downloaders are seeing. The production values of the show are in so incredible, so I'm hoping that in the poor different generation of cuts that the show is holding up. Unquote. "And of course, Lombardo goes on to say how piracy is evil and they encourage everyone to watch the show legally, but it's interesting to see the various effects of piracy on a show this successful. As a point of reference, the season finale last year was downloaded 4.3 million times, which is astronomical for a TV show. And this season's Game of Thrones premiere was uploaded to the internet, and within a few hours, the tracker reported 163,088 simultaneous downloads of a single torrent of the episode.
3: Wow! We have it on our DVR. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's waiting. I love
1: it. I watch, but I'm I, I wait till the DVDs come out. Because you
2: want to see it in high def. Well, no, because no, anyone who cares no, about what they're watching, because H- he doesn't have HBO. I don't have HBO. Yeah. No, I don't is, have yeah, cable that's anymore. True.
1: But but the biggest thing is, I just like being able to burn through all of them in one sitting, not having to wait. Sure. And um, yeah, and I'm supported. I like you yeah, know something I really
2: like. So absolutely. And uh, like you said, it hasn't affected DVD sales. No, the sales that yeah, thing been great. Yeah. Someone's going to download it and be like, okay, this is great. I really want to see this, but mm-hmm. I want to see it in high def. Now here's something I've been
1: thinking about. Here's something I've been thinking about uh we are at what 10 years almost 11 for dvd as a as a uh, format as a popular format uh yeah. more than that it came but out we're talking like, we're talking popular
3: oh okay well, well, but well I mean, mean, even just out... even
1: a viable What? what 12 years but this way more i got i that. got
4: my first dvd in 1999
1: when did the ps2 come out
4: well, i don't really know what it's about 98 right Somewhere in there, because as
1: you yeah. say, the so actual DVD format. So that's when DVD, really, DVD so, yeah. kind of became really commercially viable, an option for most people. DVD players were still very expensive. The PS2 was an inexpensive, relatively inexpensive DVD player, much like the PS3 was an inexpensive Blu-ray player for a while and that kind of thing. So my question is, I have these series, uh, particularly The Simpsons, which I have all 15 seasons thus far okay. in the DVD format. Is there going to come a time when they're going to stop? Are we going to find ourselves in the middle of, like, you know, Game of Thrones, something like that, up on its sixth season, and they just don't finish it off in DVD? You know what I mean? like. I mean, maybe no. they will. Uh,
4: no, I think anything that is currently within season, they'll finish it in that in production that run. So if, as long as Game of Thrones is running, you'll probably have it in DVD. DVD isn't dead by any means. No. It still sells well. Yeah, um,
3: it's, it sells well. Its sales are declining, and Blu-ray is increasing. But almost all modern Blu-ray players play DVDs as well. Play DVDs as well. But yeah. you eventually,
4: know, all formats go away. Yes, yeah.
1: that's why I'm yeah. not converting to DVD or Blu-ray, because I feel like the next big jump is coming sooner than it did for the end of DVDs. Uh, we'll see, I, but...
3: I don't think so, just because they've, they've invested too much in it, and as far as, like... That's true. Secure transfer. Maybe Hey, if... Uh, I mean, if, if the next generation of consoles plays Blu-rays
1: easily, the Xbox, right. then... And that's the rumors that Xbox again. will play Blu-rays. I've got a few Blu-rays, but I've got the kinds that come with a DVD as well. Sure. So... And that was kind of a lot of people's
4: gateway... Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, this has both versions. I play the DVD now, the Blu Ray. i will yeah. be getting within the next That's year. That's
1: a good. I like that deal.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it because I keep the Blu Ray and I can give away the DVD. Nice. <laughs> <So. gasps> uh, the fairy tale drama Once Upon a Time has grown into a major hit for ABC, and the studio plans to double down with a franchise this fall. A spinoff. This of just shows you supernatural. That the
1: Charming's was ahead of its time. The
4: supernatural TV, TV series is moving forward, and the name for the project is Once wonderland uh, as the name implies this series will be a take on alice in wonderland that would run during the off season to keep fans interested in the once world in between the seasons the show has its leading lady and sophie lowe who is in beautiful kate who will take on the title role of the young woman heading down the rabbit hole the character is described as having a generous heart but she carries scars of a long hard life this <laughs> series is, is also drug addict perhaps probably that explains the whole eating, thing yeah yeah uh, the series also has signed that make a her big
2: and small, and yeah,
4: also signed a familiar genre alum in Being Human UK star Michael Socha. This studio is planning a 13
1: episode season. Now, this was one of the several Alice in Wonderland projects that are coming, right? Because yeah, at this it's point, all open source domain, yeah. nobody has. Yeah, any, exactly. Yeah,
2: it's like oh, it's
1: just fucking right dead.
2: Let's any, do
4: that. Anybody here yeah. seen Once Upon a Time?
1: Uh,
2: my girlfriend nope. watches it, so Does I've you? seen I've seen some stuff. That's not the one with the guy hunting. Uh, the no, big bad not grim. Shit. Yeah, grim. not grim. This is that is Grimm. They still have they still have some like police drama stuff going on to it, but it's more the more
4: romantic.
1: It, it's like I Fables. Guess. Everybody's ripped off. Yeah, Fables. it's very
2: much like Fables. They ripped off very Fables. much like yeah. Fables. It's a shame, poor Fables. Poor Fables.
4: Yeah. <laughs> J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, you might know him from Babylon Five and many you, awesome m- comics. You might know
1: him. As one of the original writers of the He-Man animated series, you might know, or you might not yeah, know that. No, Till you now, should. you should. That's or where he got to start. He's a brilliant guy. That's where you he got to start.
3: I saw him at Comic Con speak a couple of times. The guy's like, oh, he's he's never he never talked about He-Man. Super he's genius. Energy. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. my
1: god! If
4: you see Straczynski talk at any con, go see it. Even if you're not familiar with his work, he is so entertaining.
3: Sometimes some of his stories about Hollywood are also rather fascinating as well. Uh, he's partnered with the Wachowskis to create the new Netflix
4: sci-fi series Sense8, which is described as a, quote, gripping global tale of minds linked and souls hunted. The project has received a 10-episode order from Netflix Instant and is the online video service's second fi series following Eli Roth's Hemlock Grove. Though that, with the fact that Amazon is developing a Zombieland series, looks like they could have some uh, solid options this fall. So
1: Netflix yeah. is good, man. They got all that Cartoon Network shit on there. But it's crazy. It's everything I've got on DVD already, but it's so much easier just to pop on Netflix yeah. and start watching just it. On Netflix yeah. is
2: fun. You know, I'll go ahead and but skip down to, to that
4: because that's actually another new piece, news piece. So it is now official, as of what yesterday, I think you can mm-hmm. stream Aquatine, Hunger Force, Adventure Time, regular show, Robot Chicken, and many more. They don't have cartoon every episode, shows. but they got a lot. No, most of it's first seasons, but it's expected that more seasons
1: will be available before long. Good. Good, yeah. It's some great shows. People are gonna get exposed to some really great animation, which is good.
4: Because I've been wanting to see Adventure Time. I've You've never got seen to that. see
1: Adventure Time, dude. Ugh. You don't even know, man. That show is hilarious. Watched it. That show is it. hilarious. Okay, I'm okay. Actually- you know
4: what? I need I need a, 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 a pro con. All right. Uh, on the pro side, Paul. On the con side, Jeff. Uh, talk to me as to why I should and why I shouldn't. Uh, first, Paul.
1: Okay, well, well, Adventure Time is an improvised uh, animated series, basically. If you watch many of the episodes, it's basically yes and to the nth degree, and it's the whole logic of if this, then what? If this, therefore this, therefore this, therefore this. And it just continually builds on its own ideas. It just goes off on these amazing mad tangents and doesn't look back, doesn't apologize, follows its own interesting logic, solves its own logic problems with new logic problems. It's just it's great. It's it's an improviser show. Okay.
3: Jeff. Uh well a lot of what he said is the the downside it there's no narrative there. Um <laughs> uh, there's really no storyline half the time. Uh it's it's all crazy jumbled non-sequitur uh Madness, essentially, it's like <laughs> it's like being in somebody else's dream and not being able to follow what's going on because it's taking from elements that you've not exper- that, that that person experienced in their own life, and it's like you're being thrown in and going, wait, wait, I don't, where did this come from? Where did that come from? Uh, this this doesn't make any sense because you didn't live it. All right, and that's that's I, I when I have house sit and the Cartoon Network is on and I'm getting ready for work because. It seems to keep the dogs calm. Uh, I'll come down. I'm like, all right, I got 15 minutes before work. Let's watch this. See what's going. See see what all the fuss is about. And every time I've sat down in front of it, it has left me going, "How does bullshit like th- this <laughs> get produced? How does money get spent for this to be broadcast on a cable uh, network?" Uh, Paul rebuttal. It's so funny. It's so creative. <laughs>
1: It's so interesting.
3: The I found no humor in made. it whatsoever.
1: <laughs> well, you don't think it wasn't anything's funny, at all. funny. Stand down, sir. You will have your time. You don't think anything's funny. <laughs> but uh, it's, just, it's just hilarious. I mean, it's it's basically two... It's a, it's a little bit of that Beavis and Butthead kind of situation where uh, Finn and Jake kind of just feed off of each other and you know their symbiosis, their relationship. That's really what it all comes down to is these two guys who really care about each other and go through all these crazy adventures together get put into incredibly awkward situations. Um, it's just... That's the thing. It just follows its own logic. But there are definite storylines that go through, and there are, there are heroes, there are villains. Um, there is there is some non-sequitur stuff that pops up, but uh, every episode has something of a tangible through line to it. Um, the first episode is very uh, uh, easy to follow as far as the story goes. It's just a lot of crazy... A lot of crazy shit happens... A lot of crazy shit happens.
3: Oh yeah, laws of physics do not apply to this. Show no. at all, no, no, no it's
1: not. I mean, they're they're not in our even, world. They're in it, the land of ooh.
4: Shit there you is go. different. Right. Well, okay, Paul. Uh, his rebuttal, Jeff. Your rebuttal.
3: Uh, I. don't even know how to address that. <laughs> how about you, Michael? As your rebuttal. Nonsense. Well, you know, one of the
2: one of the I watched a reviewer, and I wish I could remember the reviewer's name, but it, he gave. He, was it Plankett? It wasn't Planket. It was it was someone with a favorable view, and. <laughs> Oh, a favorable one review. of the one of the things that he said about it that really got me into it and allowed me to watch a couple episodes. I don't watch it. I don't watch it religiously, but I did watch a couple episodes and I found myself enjoying it. Is it has a great sense of nostalgia. It takes you to a childish place of wonder, and and it yeah the stories don't necessarily have to make sense to to what a modern brain is thinking about, but to a child that kind of makes sense and as an adult you kind of go back and remember when you were younger and and you played games these imaginary games like this and and you had a a best friend who you know when you had to solve a problem you just blew on your finger and turned it turned your head your hand into a hammer so and
4: you solved the problem so what you're saying is paul is still a child and yeah but so cynical adult
2: yeah, just a cynical adult. <laughs> well,
4: and Paul's so I am a child. cynical adult. It's like <laughs> I just said
1: and it's exactly your your point is exactly right, Michael. So that's exactly what it is. It puts you in the mindset of a kid and that's what improvisation attempts to do. Right, yeah. All of modern improvisational theater is derived from children's theater games. That's all it is. And that's my job as an instructor is to just try and get people to think like a kid. You can't really teach improv to kids. They know how to do it. It's adults who've forgotten how to play, right? Yeah. And that's the, that's the objective, and so that's the thing. Is like that's why I love that show so much, is because it is just straight up. Here we go. What's going to happen? I don't know. Let's see what let's, happens. Let's play and see what. Let's happens. Let's play yeah. and see what happens. Let's just. It's a really. It's an improviser show. That's for sure. So how come you can't understand what a canned ham is?
0: <laughs> what do you mean I can't?
1: I'm trying to get my head around it. I, I understand what it is. I'm wanting to know seriously if they put those if they shape those cans because most hams fit like that. Or if they made the cans into that shape
0: so that they can squish whatever they want in there to make give it a familiar kind of vibe. I think it's yes. the second one. It's
3: yeah. the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But what about yeah. those ones with the bone in it?
0: It I goes would, in that can
3: are, and fits in a can. Those are sliced ham
1: steaks. But those fit in a can. If, if, if,
2: if you get a canned ham with a bone in it, that's not a real bone. What is Normally, it? those are like plastic pieces. You're not supposed Shut to. Shut up. Yeah. They have, they that's have fake what they bones do? in those things. Yeah. No, and that's
3: just to give you the feel. Really, that this no, is see, that makes sense. Then this is. But uh, if you went to a butcher yeah. and asked for a ham steak, that would have a bone in it. That's an actual. Like they, they take the freaking ham leg, but it wouldn't look, look it like on the, the deli it'd slicer. It look a little okay. like it, but it wouldn't look exactly. It would so that's femur similar. you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ham. femur. It would look similar, but not exactly like. And the other reason you do the can is because you get the same. Pro- looking product every single time yes so consistency, that consistency homogeny it gives it gives that the illusion mis- of safety the, it gives the consumer a yeah. sense of normalcy oh this is what it's supposed to look like even though it's not what it's supposed to look like got it all right just trying to get down to that mystery all right mystery solved all right zoinks yo
1: watch adventure time but watch regular show first because it's even better
3: or don't <laughs>
1: And this has been Point Counterpoint.
0: <laughs> Shayna. you the best. show were getting getting into. laugh.
1: Rigby is my favorite thing.
4: Uh, analysis of a colony of flying foxes in Indonesia. Shut found up. Yeah. Who's, an,
1: who's an analyzing flying foxes? Found
4: that males of the species perform oral sex
2: on the females. The female of the species is more deadlier than the male. The man walks up and is like, hey, you're a fox.
4: Researchers suggest that the male bats go down on their partners for pretty much the same reason anybody else does, to spice things up in bed hey and yo. keep their partners around longer.
0: Would uh, you like a bacon tuna melt?
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's according to a recent study by researchers from the University of Regina in... Saka- the S- University of Vagina? R- Vagina in Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> publishing their paper titled...
1: This just in... Canadians bored to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Film at eleven.
4: Publishing their paper titled "Cunnilingus Apparently Increases Duration of Copulation in the Indian Flying Fox," in the journal Plos One, P l o s one, the k- team found that bat sex
1: typically began with an average bat, <Smax> bat sex. Not to be confused with Paul's favorite word. Bat sex. Bat sex. But sex
0: na 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 Bat butt sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: the bat sex typically began with an average of 50 seconds
4: of the male performing cunnilingus on the female. He was wooing the initial cunnilingus. 50 seconds. Oh, he's I a know. champ.
2: <laughs> he's, he's going in for that the That guy's walk, my man. role model. Quit making us look so bad, guys. What guy. an asshole. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The initial cuddlingus was typically followed by, t-
5: <laughs>
0: by t- 10 seconds of coughing. bat pubes.
1: That was what, ha- I had a bat pubes stuck in my throat. 50 was <laughs> <throat> followed by him spinning for the next, like, a, a minute and a half. A tiny little vampire bat pubes stuck in my throat. <gasps> <sighs> 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 They're even smaller than the normal ones. So oh, it's like a furball, only worse? Mm-hmm. The initial
4: coupling was typically followed by 10 to 20 seconds of frenzied copulation, frenzied, <laughs> which was in turn followed by between 94 and 188 seconds of regular copulation. Oh, so he starts off so starts oh, real okay, hardcore oh, and then oh, he he runs like, out of energy right, real fast. It, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to keep Sounds pace, about yeah. right? <laughs> Recent, Change it up. <laughs> researchers did find, though, that uh, pre-copulation oral sex resulted in longer periods of copulation between the bats. Naturally, the series of events came as something of a surprise to researchers. After all, because they, they don't have sex, never have sex. <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah. yeah. We
0: were surprised at the findings because I don't know what a pussy is. <laughs> What's a pussy? <laughs> I research bad sex. I've never seen a lady naked. <laughs>
4: Send your comments to comments at UglyCatShow.com. You know what?
1: (laughs) Send me video proof that I'm not telling the goddamn (laughs) fact. Wow. You don't go into science because you get tang every five minutes. You go into science because you're like us. As they say in the
4: introduction to the paper, apart from humans, oral sex as foreplay prior to copulation is uncommon in mammals. One of the very few other animal species in the whales, world whales. known to engage in oral sex is the greater short-nosed fruit bat, yeah. a species in which females perform oral sex on males.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Go yeah. for the fruit bat. Fruit bat. Getting that fruit. Getting them grapes. Bom, well, bom, that's bom. why they call
2: them fruits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about whales? Don't whales do it? I, I don't know. It's not covered yeah. in this paper. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what that noise is. Or oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're actually talking. They yeah. just got their heads buried Where's up in. That's my blowhole. That's my They're talking. They're just. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna bring the probe on top of us. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Where's Gracie and George?
4: <laughs> Disney Pixar's Finding Nemo sequel has been announced as Finding Dory. Opening in theaters on November 2015, the movie once again features Ellen DeGeneres as Dory, but this
1: time at the center of the plot. Want a bacon tuna melt?
3: (laughs) Wouldn't that be a tuna tuna melt? Oh, hey (laughs) Double the tuna! Takes
1: tuna tango!
3: Unless they put the bacon lube on it. Never mind. We're going to go there. Now we're all confused. (laughs) Fish tripping.
0: Fish (laughs) tripping. I don't have bait for that.
4: (laughs) Ain't nobody got bait for that. Ain't nobody got bait for that. (laughs) (laughs) At
0: WonderCon, (laughs) line and Stinker.
4: (laughs) Shocker. At WonderCon, Dark Horse announced the new eight-issue series that explores the Star Wars story that never was, but hardcore fans always knew about the bats. They're pressing yes. each other. sex. Yes, that's it. That's the that's the
0: Star Wars as it originally was. <laughs> Come, I've been researching <laughs> Dagobah bats, <laughs> <laughs> deep throat bat. <laughs> look, 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 see the bat, see him blow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, perform yes. oral. He does. Watch, watch, mm-hmm. tantalize <laughs> her. Uh. Now, quick copulation, very fast. Do or do not. There is no Frenzy, no. frenzy. This must be frenzy. It. it is. Woo. Now slower, much slower. <laughs> now boring. Oh, oh, I already came. <laughs> good night, good night, Luke. Sleep, <laughs> I must. Tired, I am. <laughs> Little trail of green jizz I leave behind me. Good night. You're th- <laughs> I wear this. I wear this jizz rag because I come all the time. I don't. <laughs> what, Yoda wears a jizz rag. <laughs> I don't believe it. So so bored am I on Dagobah? All I do, sit is around. Why you failed. Yeah, sit around watching bats suck each other off. I got so lazy. I just kept wearing my jizz rag. Oh, they call them minox here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what he meant by "they're chewing on the power cables." They're chewing on each other's power cables. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Tried to fuck when I did. Mm. Bit my penis. Hurt it did very much. No more fucking bats for me. Mm. Too old. Too old for fucking bats. Am I?
5: Mm.
0: I'm going to lay down in my bed, which is also jizz rags. Jesus. <laughs> my house is
5: full of jizzrags
0: <laughs> Which I could use as the title for the show, but I am not. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dark Horse press release... <laughs> You think this structure is adobe? (laughs) No. (laughs) A little bit of mud mixed with my jizz it is. (laughs) Stronger than glue it is. Yes. 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 Mm. (laughs) Do not lick the walls. You will will get herpes. I wasn't going to anyway. You say so.
4: (laughs) Wow. Off the deep end we are. Yes. (laughs) This is a bigger
0: offshoot than the goddamn ham discussion. I don't have internet. I just have two bats that I keep in a box <laughs> on my desk. I, make them, I dress them up in different clothes I do. <laughs> what will they do today? Yep, well, yep, lick each other's balls. <laughs> Pretty much what I expected. <laughs> So the Dark
4: Horse press release states, quote, three years before his 1977 film, George Lucas put down on paper his first story, set in a galaxy far, far away, a tale of fantastic adventures, daring escapes, laser swords, romance, and monsters, a story of Jedi Anakin Starkiller and General Luke Skywalker, an alien named Han Solo and evil Sith Knights. The screenplay was titled The Star Wars executive editor of Lucas Books, uh, J.W. Rinsler, and artist Mark Mayhew are at the helm to adapt the old screenplay, which is planned to release in September, right before the rights revert back to Disney, then Marvel, in 2014. This is among the last Star Wars comics published by Dark Horse. Huh.
5: So
4: okay. there, yeah, That's a, that's a great idea.
2: I think it'll be interesting.
4: Adapt yeah. the original, original screenplay. All right, yeah.
3: is darker, to the too? The original screenplay? How like, different is it? There's
4: a
1: lot more bat sex. Well, you,
4: yes,
3: well, oh, less Yoda.
4: <laughs>
1: well, it wasn't in the first one. Yeah,
4: it's right. Star Killer, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, Star Killer, which you know, for those of you who played um, the Force Unleashed, yep, that's what they gave the yeah. name to that
3: Jedi clone yeah. dude. Which is a good couple of games too. Both those games him? are awesome. Yeah, if you, you haven't really played them, I highly recommend them. It's
1: fucked up that they stopped that series, and it's fucked up that. Uh, 1313 is in limbo. Yeah. That's fucked but, up. But that's all because of this
4: whole... Well, Lucas and Disney have both been in a weird game
1: place lately. I mean, yeah, Dis, Dis, they fuck
4: Dis, up games. Yeah, Disney has been canceling stuff left and right.
1: Lucas they has bought been, Black Rock and killed it. Yeah. No fucking sense to that. No fucking sense to that shit at all. Yeah. And I was hearing great
4: things about that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean game. They were, the role-playing game that they were developing. Oh, really? In the RPG. A Pirates RPG.
1: Well, now, was that, a, that was an MMO? No. It was,
4: it was an actual single-player uh, RPG. Oh. I have no interest in that, but... hearing great things. Okay. But dead. Well, there you go. Uh, the Game Design Challenge at the Game Developers Conference, also known as GDC, is usually fascinating. There's typically a theme set, and then game designers try to come up with the game for that theme. This time around, they ended up with Humanity's Last Game was the theme. Uh, game designer Jason Roher took them up on it. He designed a board game that, quote, nobody now living would ever play and then buried it in the Nevada desert. Seriously. Titled A Game for Someone, the 18x18 18 18 board is built out of titanium. Its rules were play tested by an AI and then reiterated until intelligence de- decided it was balanced. Then hermetically sealed three pages of rules printed on acid-free archival paper within a Pyrex tube that itself is within a titanium baton. He then buried the whole thing in the Nevada desert. The idea is that someone will find the thing long after we're gone. In order to help locate the game, which nobody has seen whole but Rohrer, a bunch of envelopes were passed out that when opened include sheets with 900 sets of coordinates on them. All told, he estimates that if one person visited a set of coordinates each day, they'd find it within... Two thousand seven hundred years. Needless to say, her won. Also, the sheets have all been collected to make a concerted effort of actually finding the game.
2: They're gonna try to find it. Uh, somebody is. Uh, I think it's cool that they're gonna try to find it, but also I kind of want it to. I want to be there in the future when it gets found, and they're like, "What the? Hell? What the hell is this?" Yeah, but you won't be. I won't You'll
4: be. You'll be dead. This game will last longer than you. I could have multiple lives. We don't know how
2: it goes. It'll but be it's like, not a uh, game
1: anyone would want to play, right? Well who knows? I don't know that's what he said. It'll be Tom Cruise. No, one, no one has
3: really played it. It'll be Tom it Cruise's tested, character AI, in Oblivion. AI. He'll be out in the yeah, middle well, of the Yeah, Tom desert. Cruise is gonna play it. yeah. And he'll be like digging up. He's like, What the hell is this? That's what that movie's oh. about.
4: Wouldn't that be terrible if that was a viral marketing for him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, strange
2: yeah, things you have up, happened, you man. Dig it up and here's here's a movie ticket. Yeah you watch. Oh, yeah. Damn
3: yeah. it. I know we've talked about it, or at least I've I've talked with people about it, like a lot of the viral marketing stuff that's yeah. going on and that that
4: Will Smith's son finds it in Oh yeah oh, in,
3: in the in After Earth What a twist After Earth
4: <laughs> BBC4 Radio has already aired the radio drama of Neil Gaiman's novel Neverwhere Right now you can listen to the whole thing for free And it's not going to be up forever though So I'm sure it'll be available for purchase and download at some future date uh, BBC4 isn't just l- doing a reading of the thing This is a radio drama An art we've almost let slip away here in America But UK keeps it alive and well so This Neverwhere is a spoken dramatization complete with sound effects and actors like Sherlock's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Chronicles oh. of Narnia's James McAvoy, and Doctor Who's Sophie Okonedo and The Eternal Christopher Lee. Uh, and you can find it at BBC Four's website if you're
2: interested. Free? For free. free for now. Free for now. So. I'll definitely be checking that, that out. That sounds Why fun. You can. Benedict Cumberbatch, man. Last night there was a, or not last night, but on the on the Walking Dead finale there was a a trailer for Star Trek, and I was like, I paused as soon as I saw what it was. I was like, Do I want to watch this? I don't really want to watch this. I don't know. Are you keeping yourself I, in the bubble? I'm trying to. But I haven't I, watched. You any know of what? It. I
3: I I've been trying to, and then at the same time, I, my desire for more information is overcoming my desire to not be.
0: I had to say Abrams but been they've impressive. done a, they've done a yeah, great still,
3: job yeah. with not revealing like these trailers make you want to see the movie, but they reveal nothing. Yeah, yeah you're well, you're more confused after watching it. I, than, I'm not I'm not gonna see. I, it. Ended, I
1: ended up, up
2: watching I did, the trailer I, I went and seeing total total Benedict Cumberbatch, the I loved it. I was just I I came a little bit. It was he's it was awesome, <laughs> awesome, man. He is yeah, he I, is that Sherlock really good. is the shit, man. Sherlock is awesome. Yeah, they're and filming,
4: and I saw that first nine minutes, and boy, I was so in. They did
1: somebody did a, a art project with uh, all the original 251 pokemon with De- Benedict Cumberbatch's face <laughs> what a choice yeah <laughs> what so they took <laughs> they just redid it and it looks like his face on all of them so it.
2: it's 251 Pokemon uh, organized but it's drawn
1: like... it's like it's his it's it's cartooned out okay. it's so interesting it, so it's caricature what does it's, what does weird.
2: Pokemon and Benedict Cumberbatch have to do nothing with each nothing that's, that's that's internet somebody art. just put Benedict Cumberbatch all over his someone loves po- Benedict Cumberbatch and yeah. they love uh, they love Pokemon sometimes you right. have an idea and yeah. sometimes
4: you see it through yeah. and when yeah. you see it through it ends up on the internet there you go and I, I wish that person great things yeah. Great things.
3: You know, uh, on that same note with the... uh The, the audio dramas no. that you were just talking about there. Uh, Paul McGann, who was the, the eighth doctor in the mm, uh, yeah. aborted series that all they got was the television movie, has been doing um, these... Uh, I think they're BBC recorded. Um, where they did these audio plays that are... I know they're available on DVD. Mm. Or excuse me, not on DVD, but on CD. And uh, digital download, but uh, if you
4: are a fan of any particular Doctor Who, there are audio dramas out there yeah. for you and yeah. that Doctor, yeah.
3: and he does them as the Eighth Doctor. Uh, <laughs> and I guess there's quite a lot of them. I just yeah. came across them the other day online. And I was and like, if whoa! You,
4: if you get Sci-Fi Now or SFX, the uh, the British you um, magazines, yeah, every single issue there is a review of two to three of those. So they're coming out every month.
3: Yeah, it started like in, in 2000. Yeah, here we go. started in 2005. They started with six. And uh, it's done by Big Finish Productions. Um,
4: yeah. the BBC is making Doctor Who audio dramas like uh, Black Library and Warhammer 40K are releasing goddamn books. Wow. Like at an unprecedented rate.
1: If you like radio dramas and you want something funny and fun as a throwback to the old uh, forty style radio dramas check out my buddy Nug's uh, Illusionoid podcast uh, out of Canada. Check I've it heard out. of Illusionoid. Yeah, Illusionoid is really great. Uh, Nug is a really uh, hilarious dude, friend of mine, that I did uh, some boat work with through Second City. Uh, extremely talented gentleman, and uh, he's got some really high-level uh, comedic people joining him on the show, as well as his cast of regulars, and they go back and after they've recorded it, put on all kinds of amazing sound effects and everything. It's really whiz bang fun if you're into that kind of sci-fi goofy shit it's really funny as a species for as long as we have electricity we will never lack for entertainment no no there's too much stuff now it's great though i'd rather have too much yeah yeah it's like the opposite of when we were kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it really is it's crazy i think of all the afternoons i spent doing jack and shit I, all the time I, I was like wasting shit. my time outside riding um. a bicycle. What the hell was I Although, doing? Honestly, that stopped by the time I was about eleven. Once I moved to Richmond, it was pretty much done, and I became a vegetable kid, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but when I lived in Lebanon, man, I played outside all the time. Yeah.
3: But we were in BFE country, man. Yeah. That's what the woods are for, man. Yeah. We, the woods were right across the yeah. street. Yeah. Each other really. with sticks. It's crazy. <laughs> they were in Torgo's backyard. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I used to live in the sticks.
4: Microsoft has a new rewards program called Play to Earn and uses the concept of retailer punch cards that reward regular customers. There are three punch cards in this offering. Punch card one, play 20 hours of any combination of arcade games and you will receive a free avatar item. Who is this? This is Microsoft. Oh, shit. So if you've already got their play rewards thing going on, yeah. you're already enrolled in this. Ooh. Because I looked into it to make sure I I must sure be I could. making crazy loot. This started, Is it I, retroactive? No, it started like April 1st. Suck
0: my dick. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Punch- Suck
0: my dick. Punch Ten d- years of shit. <laughs> Suck my dick. Suck my bat dick. <laughs> Punch
4: card 2. Uh, purchase any four arcade games for 400 Microsoft points or more from Xbox Live, and you'll receive a one-month Xbox Live Gold, sh- gold membership. Uh, punch card three. Spend 3,200 Microsoft points in arcade games. You receive a 800 Microsoft points in return. Any game purchased on Xbox Live is eligible. Quote: The on- only the most devoted arcade fans have what it takes to black out all three arcade punch cards. Notes: Microsoft announcements. Please. Those who do will be guaranteed a spot in an upcoming VIP exclusives. By simply playing your favorite arcade games and adding your game collection, you can earn rewards
1: in April. Man, I'd do that in a month. <clears throat> yeah, I'm uber saturated with that shit. Yeah, I have 117 downloaded games on my fucking system.
4: Yeah, you do. You're you're a digital a digital whore for them. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but I love that shit. They put out good stuff. Like, it's good. I buy it. Yeah, they got a lot of good games. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the only problem is I'm running out of space on my hard drive. That is a, a 12 gigs left, and it's crunching. And even at that, I got, like, memory sticks full of shit. Oy. And it's scary because you don't want to not
4: put it on there in case they take it away.
1: Well, that's it. I can't delete anything. Yeah. I just got to put it on a memory stick, which works okay. Mm-hmm. I keep a USB stuck in there as, like, extra. Okay. Gives me a little extra space, but, yeah. The Walking Dead versions
4: of both Risk and Monopoly are coming to retailers. Walking Dead Monopoly? Yep. The Walking... Risk, the Walking Dead Survival Edition. The board is a map of the southeastern United States, and you struggle to survive, not conquer, while fending off attacks of the living and the dead. Playing
2: Risk, basically, your your tactic is basically to build a zombie horde anyways and launch it at your enemy. There's that new Risk? What's that shit called? Risk? You're talking about like twenty two hundred? No, there's a new one.
4: Risk reward? No. Risk Lord of the Rings?
1: Oh no, it's just a risk, but it's it's, it's risk, but it's got it's risk like
0: risk is our business.
1: Exactly, there, it's it's a whole thing where the more you play it, the more stuff happens because the board gets written on. Oh yeah, everything. I saw that. Yeah, Renegade or something I want to call hmm. it maybe. Risk? I, don't, I, don't I can't remember. Armageddon? Revolution? I something. don't know. Yeah. It looks really fucking great. Yeah. Well, this basically, for- house rules change yeah, the like game if, for the if, next. If you have a nuclear attack. Uh, that area is irradiated forever yeah. and all that kind of shit. And so, yeah. like, it has penalties for your rolls. And, hmm. you know, you got, like, stickers to put on shit and you scribble on the board. Yeah. You, you name everything. You come up with names. You know, whoever first conquers that land gets to name it yeah. and all that kind of shit. It's fucking fun, man. That
4: sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's like, why not? Of course. I mean, and, and it makes more sense, too, because it's going to burn in all these cool memories for every time you bust that board mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah Remember man. Remember when
2: this happened? And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm.
4: Well, all it seems to add here is uh, new supply cards for yeah. So fuck the that! Game. I
1: want this persistent reality <laughs> shit. It's kind of fun. Now, in Monopoly:
4: The Walking Dead Survival Edition, players vie for and then must fortify the prime real estate and resources <laughs> that will sustain their <laughs> lives. Only one victor will outlast the others, whether
1: living or undead. That's so way you buy boards yeah, instead right. of hotel or houses. You gotta yeah, buy, buy, buy hotels and, and then you buy. And you got to upgrade to you hotels. Buy, we got to buy four
2: boards first. You got to buy boards to, to, so exactly. to put on the windows. You can board up a window. So if you're interested, it's coming in (laughs) September. Crazy shit. No, I'm not. I'm done.
1: I've got so many damn collector's edition Monopoly boards. Do you? I have several.
3: I have the Star Trek one. Okay. There's a ridiculous amount they have. There is. I know, but but I'm curious
4: as to why someone would buy more than one. Well,
1: I have gotten the Simpsons. I have the Simpsons one, of course. I Figured. And I have the Marvel. One, okay. Which is pretty Ooh, cool. I didn't know really they released a Marvel one. That's the Marvel one I have is a cool one too because it's a it's a fat square. It's 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 interesting. Yeah. I don't have a single edition of Marvel. They had a Las Vegas one for of. a short time. They got they opened it up to where every, there's this other company that puts them out and now they just yeah. everything. You can get all the custom ones, you can do it online, you can yeah. put your own pictures and shit on it and all that kind of stuff. You can do whatever you want. Geek Shock Monopoly coming soon. Ooh. It's a cool little present. A customized Monopoly board. I always wanted to fuck with the Monopoly rules. You can do that.
4: Producer Bruce Campbell and director Fede Alvarez showed up at WonderCon and showed off some more footage of their upcoming horror film, Evil Dead. After they showed off the new footage, they talked about the film and the franchise. A fan asked Campbell if we would see the new Evil Dead remade merge with the old Evil Dead. Campbell told Alvarez he should answer the question. Alvarez said his dream would be to see the two franchises end up combining into one horrific movie, Bloodbath. He revealed that he'd like to see a sequel to the remake he just finished filming, while Sam Raimi worked on making Army of Darkness 2. Then after that, the two evil dead worlds would collide in an epic seventh movie, to which Campbell replied with a grin, (laughs) I think seven is a nice number
2: so okay that's
4: kind of interesting so whether that has legs or not it's a fun tease and i really yeah. like the idea
3: that'd be cool was i like it the idea especially that they made that announcement no it was no it no before that <laughs> at WonderCon. it was the last week yeah, so I know.
4: I'm just, yes. but uh i'm i'm looking forward to the new one i'm i'm, I'm kind of stoked on
2: it i like it they say yeah, it's it's scary. From what i've seen it's looking good it looks like it People means say business
1: it's the shit man yeah i heard that what he called thing was real good too i didn't see it the one the spring breakers heard that was a good horror oh, yeah? movie kind of yeah the the
4: one with the, the Disney kids yep. in it? Mm-hmm. Never really heard that classified as a horror movie. No,
1: it's a little a little more horrific. It's, you know, they go and rob and kill and okay. violent and, yeah.
4: So it is more of a crime story. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. crime drama. Okay. See, I like crime dramas. I can dig on that. It's titty-rific. I just, Fall of Disney Princess is always a fine thing. <laughs> To celebrate the upcoming release of Iron Man 3, opening in theaters May 3rd, an exciting new exhibit is coming to Innoventions at Disneyland Park in California, featuring actual set pieces from the film. Beginning April 13th, Iron Man Tech, presented by Stark Industries, will give Disneyland Park guests the chance to see Tony Stark's Hall of Armor, featuring Iron Man suits Mark 1 through 7, the same suits featured in Iron Man 3. And you will even be able to virtually suit up yourself through simulation technology. Guests will be able to see what it's like to operate the latest pieces of the Mark Forty-Two Iron Man armor, even getting a chance to test out its infamous repulsor blasts. That's when awesome. does that start? Uh, the fourteenth of this month.
2: Nice. So this is this is why Marvel being bought by Disney is good. Right. Well, it's
4: it's nice to see what this first salvo of incorporating Marvel into the box yeah. is.
2: So. Because now you'll get the Marvel
3: theme park experience. Right. Now I have an excuse to go to Disneyland. <laughs> so how long you until that stuff gets out of you know, right? Universal for good?
4: Uh, I think there's a contract involved that they
1: plain have it. I mean, they, they can't got it. they
4: can't add anymore to but it. They've got what they But got. what they have, they don't have to rebrand. They can keep. I think that's. Can they what rebuild
1: like? Can they redo the Spider-Man ride and shit like that? Um, I.
3: I wonder. I don't know.
1: I bet they can. You keep they never, making
3: Spider-Man movies. I don't know. Uh, when they did the the Spider Man 3D ride in at the Florida Universal, they were supposed to build it out here at the Hollywood one as well, but they never did. Yeah. yeah. Instead, they went with the Transformers 3D, was that which was, was, a was a great idea. Experience the Transformers one. Yeah.
4: What a good idea! I'm glad for that. April Fool's was <laughs> I mean, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah. All
1: right. Transformers. Transformers. I went on it.
3: Awesome. It was okay. You,
1: yeah, that's right. You did
3: write it. Yeah, I did. Then it was back basically in, sta- Spider-Man 3D, but Transformers. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of the same elements. So it's almost like they started to build the Hollywood version and then it said, well, oh, Transformers is huge right they, they now. Re-skinned. Why don't we just do that? I mean, it's, it's very Transformers. So it, you know. So it's very explosions and. You wrote the Transformers one? Mind yeah. numbing. Uh, was Megan yeah. Fox on it?
1: No.
4: Mm. Yeah, I guess just, she's not going to be in the new movie. But it is, it is it is Michael. Right. Bay for, they, they've universe. cast the girl for the fourth movie. It's well, of course not she's, you not. she's April O'Neil yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. she not, can't be April O'Neil. Right. Well, that's why I didn't make news because this is not surprised anybody.
1: She's youth ball. She's smart. She is smart. She's very smart.
4: Although not the best movie choices. Well, maybe so. <laughs> Dude, uh, but lately uh, uh,
1: making that scratch, man. Well, is she? You know what? It's like it, it, she was in a this is forty. I don't know how good that one was, but she was in that. I didn't know she was in that. See. She's she's making money, man. No, I'm sure she's making money she's, as a young actress in
3: Hollywood. You're going to take whatever comes your way. No, no,
1: she does not. Though yeah, she's she, she, she very chooses. selective. She could have got. She could have been in the third Transformer movie, and she was like "F you and a,"
3: very loudly. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
4: Telltale is finally ready to reveal their next game based on another comic book property. We've Ooh, known detail. since 2011 they have been developing a game based on Vertigo and Bill Willingham's Fables. A series that follows the often dangerous lives of fairy tale ca- characters living in a secret New York City neighborhood called Fable Town. But it was placed on the back burner while the company released The Walking Dead. Titled The Wolf Among Us, it will star Bigby Wolf, aka The Big Bad Wolf, as he tries to keep true identities of these fairy tale characters, like Mr. Toad, the Three Little Pigs, a secret. The game story will be a prequel to the events of the comics and is set to release this summer for Xbox 360, PC, Mac, and PlayStation 3.
3: Telltale does a good job. They did the the Jurassic Park the game. They did Which again uh,
4: got a got wide panning, but yeah.
3: I actually enjoyed it. Um, they did the Back to the Future the game, which I really enjoyed. Um, they brought back the Salmon Max. Yep. Uh Crap, what was another one they did just recently that was really uh, good? The Walking uh, Dead. The Walking Dead. Well, I mean, no, but <laughs> they did. there was another one in there, though, before The Walking Dead. Maybe it was just the Jurassic Park. I, I can't Ham the Game. Oh, that's not only. what I'm thinking of. I'll, it, it'll drive me crazy. <laughs> that
2: might explain things Walking to me. De- uh, my experience with Telltale was uh, the Walking Dead game, and that was an amazing experience. That was really fun.
1: I've only played through the first chapter. I just haven't had the time to really sit down and eat it up some more. Yeah. It's also, you got to be in kind of that mood. You do. It's pretty rough, but yeah. it's good, huh? Don't, don't gotta start
3: s- depressed. i got to stop consuming oh, yeah. all that internet porn. No, no, never. No for-
1: <laughs> never, never, never. Priorities, mate. More time so I was telling my games. friends last night that I saw this one. I came across this one the other night. It was horrific. Uh, <laughs> it was this girl-on-girl thing, and these ladies had piercings that looked like straight-up chainmail on their vajays. It was too much. They went way too far. <laughs> whoa, too much whoa, for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah too much wow. for you?
3: Yep. I didn't think there was such a That's thing. That's where
1: I hit the wall. I found out. I hit the wall. If you got too many piercings to where it actually looks like you are wearing chainmail. I'm done. I'm out. It was well, horrific. It's protection. No. <laughs> no. It was a damn shame. It looked like Sonic the Hedgehog vomited on their crotch. What? It was the worst. <laughs> a, when you're standing outside, that. because, because Sonic out, is chasing around those, people those people rings. Oh.
2: Sure. Yeah, they come into again. our restaurant all the time. And apparently he eats them. Oh. That's Forget what he does with people. the rings. That's where those rings go. The
1: who? Sonic. Yeah. He puts them on ladies' bajes. Wow. He has fallen.
4: Yep. Very far. Green Hill Zone. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, at five years old, Daisy Morris has just achieved every one of your dreams. She discovered a dinosaur and named it after herself. On a fossil hunting trip with her family, she found the remains of a previously undiscovered dinosaur, which is now named Verted Draco Daisy Morrissey. The
1: Come on, why didn't they call it the Daisy Morrisaurus?
2: I, that was that's her. What I was yeah. Why
1: well, not? That was her. That was her call. She wanted to say Daisy Morasaurus? Morse. Daisy Morrisaurus Your you name wasn't... is Daisy Morris. You have a
0: Daisy Morrisaurus The new. Oh man, who the fuck is writing for her? <laughs> <laughs> You're pissed off at a five year old, dude. It wouldn't be the first time. It won't be the last. Fucking kids. The Dude, boo! Get the off my your face. <laughs> Yeah, for real. The, the new worst, dino
1: worst is
4: kind of people. Not only a previously unknown species, but an unknown genus, making Daisy's find a really big deal. It's a uh, pterosaur, a winged flying dino about the Ooh. size of a crow. Lived 115 million years ago. The fossil has been donated to London's Natural History Museum, where Daisy, who lives on the Isle of Wight, may one day be able to visit with her school friends and be insufferably smug.
2: Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, good oh, for you her. see that right there?
2: Yeah. It's my dinosaur. Yeah. I named it. That's mi- my name. I found it. That's me. Yeah. No seriously. For the ages. It's me. What was and that immortalized
1: uh, at age 5? What was that show? It's Denver you- the Last Dinosaur. Oh, what a terrible what? show. What I'd never heard of this Denver, show. Denver the Last Dinosaur. An animated was, movie. He's our friend and a whole lot more. It was a cartoon show. Just like oh, on okay. the Catholic Channel. I, it is borderline. Well, no, it couldn't be Catholic, any <laughs> kind of religious <laughs> yeah, connotation. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like, "I'm only 4,000 years old." <laughs> hey, everybody! Yeehaw! <laughs> Bullshit. I had no. a great time walking with Jesus. Denver the Last. Exactly.
0: You all seen them Dinotopia books? That's for real. <laughs> that, that and the Flintstones. That's history. History. Woo-hoo. What's Ugly. your
4: history? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read,
1: what to play. Oh,
3: uh, I remember that one now. Duh. Then for the last Dinosaur. Yeah, do I know awful. nothing
1: about it. It's terrible.
3: Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, it's good that you don't remember. I barely remember What's, What's the, premi-
1: What's I, the premise? He, he was the last dinosaur. He woke up one day and they're like, oh, where's like all family, my friends? A he family like, finds like, this he he dinosaur. He didn't really talk. Yeah,
3: He wears sunglasses. Yeah. He just yeah. like,
1: like,
2: I remember he's, he's
1: a
3: fucking cool
1: dinosaur, stupid. guys. Because he, he wears was, sunglasses. He that's poochy, how you know. basically. He was oh, poochie. Yeah. He was exactly in that model of the poochie type characters. All right. Like, look at how hip he is. Didn't he ride a skateboard,
0: too?
3: Probably. It wouldn't surprise I, I think, me. I, I so.
0: so. It wouldn't surprise me. Fucking Denver always getting up to bullshit. <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> Fucking dinosaur. You know what it wouldn't surprise me if he was having unprotected premarital sex. <laughs> too. For a second there
4: I thought they were I forgot we were talking about an anime show I thought you were talking about the city of Denver.
3: <laughs> the city of Denver riding a skateboard. Pretty awesome. So you're like the whole the state, city? the state of California or the state of Colorado is like Denver. You can't do that. Could say the city of Denver is like fuck you, state. I know what I can do. I can do whatever I want. You
0: can't tell me shit,
3: Colorado. <laughs> as long
0: as you're living in Colorado under my sky, you will follow my rules. <laughs> what if I run away? Where are you gonna go, Denver? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I don't know. Alaska. You could fit there. Yeah, I know. I fucking know. I could get a job on a boat. That'd be a pretty big boat, Denver. Fuck you. I'm <laughs> making bigger boats all the time, Colorado. I don't need this lip. I'm out of here. Going back up to my Rockies. I'm going back to the Rockies. Slam goes a cloud. Every going to. And until next time, I am Master Torgo.
3: My house is made of jizz rags. Oh, Lord. 80s, Jeff.
1: Just Michael. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. I don't know why that got me, though. So, that just tickled
4: me. I the don't shit either. Out <laughs> oh, because it was gross and disgusting <laughs> and ridiculous.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, can you imagine what you gross, like?
1: Gross Yoda.
0: Just gross <laughs> Yoda running around talking <laughs> crazy. And,
1: Obi Wan sent me here. You know what? I mean, <laughs> he was there that whole time. You know, he was. He turned into a dirty out old out man it. during yeah, the time. Yeah, he did.
4: And, and you know what? That <laughs> yeah. that amount of time alone. Well, that's
1: what I'm
0: saying. Well, Obi Wan comes back to Luke and is like, "Hey, very Luke, I'm worried. Worried. I'm sorry.
4: And not just masturbating, but be turning real dark with it. Sure.
3: Yeah. So does that mean, like, you know, in the in in Episode Two, when he pulls his cloak aside and uses the Force to? bring his lightsaber into his hand. Does he just go hands-free when he's spanking? Okay, yeah. he uses the force? He can do anything he wants, man. Ooh, use the force. The yes. force yes. flows through you. It <laughs> flows through me, yes. And that's why he wears those It flows from me. Oh. What right.
4: does he see in the dark cave? Oh, man.
0: Only <laughs> what you take with you. I go in there naked, <laughs> but for a dildo in my butthole. <laughs> so
3: maybe he's the last of his species? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>